game. Yeah, they're trying to jump on the bandwagon. The but streamer bandwagon. On that note, hi. Yeah, we're just recording right now, so. Uh, on that note, I just want to say hello, everyone. Hello, Internet. My name is Adam. Hello, I am Josh. My name is Andrew. That's a lie. You are Andrew. Let, let's speak as creepily as we possibly can to immediately turn off our listeners. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, before we forget, I am like the console player. Josh is more of the MMO PC player. Andrew just hates everything. I just hate everything. He every hates video, everything. He every hates. video game ever made was awful. I had fun one time and it was terrible. And ever since I just had that's right. That's right. That's right. You're you're the Eeyore of the group. Okay. With Eeyore. what game? You said the one time. Any time that you and me used to play games, this is him. Oh, it's like this is pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun. Here's Andrew. I hate it. Let I me tell it. you why this game sucks. That's, that's, that's was him. Yes, that was. This him. game sucks, and this is why. Let that's, me tell you why you're wrong. That's right. This yeah, is why you guys are wrong. Let okay. me tell you why you're wrong. He's the Karens of the video game world. Oh my God, you are. <laughs> what, what was his name? What was what was it like? America's Got Talent. What was the singing one? The one guy that like Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. That's you that's, were the Simon Cowell. Why do I know that? I don't know. Right. I, I am the Simon Cowell. Here, something you would like to talk to us about? Everybody's listening right now and be like, "What the hell is this show they're talking about? What are these boomers? Yeah. What are these boomers talking about? We're not How boomers, old are we're these? Millenniums. We're, I'm considered we're a millennial. No, 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 I know, but like. What's the newest generation that's out right now? Z. Gen Z. Z. Yeah, so like Zs are like, what was this? The Zers. The Zers. The Zers. But this Caesars. episode is titled Loot and Shoot. And yeah, honor. we don't. Do we? We don't know what this podcast I is don't called even, like, yet. We're still coming up with names. We're trying. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Not very hard. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty. But pretty much, um, we wanted to just do a little topic about like, you know. Did we say our names? Yes. We did say our names. Oh my god, Josh. <laughs> we have names? No, we don't actually. Who am I a cat? Yes, you are a cat, Josh. <laughs> Sorry. You are a cat. I got that markiplier thing stuck in my head now. I should have taken that picture of you like, am I a cat? Are we really here? Is yeah. this the Matrix? Right. Look at my hand, man. That's the video that's stuck in my head every time somebody's like, we're explaining boss mechanics and an MMO. That that video is in my head. I'm just sitting there like Andrew, why didn't you do the mechanic properly? Oh, I, I was not here. Well, I was thinking no. of cats. Oh. No, I know that mean Josh. But... Our theme song's gonna be Rock and Roll McDonald's. <laughs> he watched this. I, Good I, God. I, I've, sh I've started showing people this song, and it's spreading like wildfire. Really? Uh, yeah, like, in terms of, like, I just show one person, and they want to show other people. So you're wow. essentially spreading AIDS around in the music world. I mean, effectively, yes. Okay, effectively, yes. But no, I know that me and Josh both play like the, the the shooter MMOs. Have you, Andrew? Like Warframe or Destiny 2? No. Plant Planet Side? No. Um, you gotta be joking me. You Defiance? No. Yeah. I thought no. You played Defiance once with us. I swear to God. No. Well, fine then. Do you think right now for our first topic, you guys think that the loot and shoot kind of mentality? Looking at me, you make me uncomfortable. <laughs> But um, do you guys think that this is going to be a lasting kind of game style or no? What do you mean by loot and shoot? I guess that's kind of like the Destiny, like the shooter MMOs, where you're essentially like you're playing Halo, but you're at the same time trying to almost playing like an MMO style kind of game. Think like Diablo with guns. Yes, there you go. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna stick around. I honestly. Think I mean, honestly, I'm sure that everyone that I know that used to bash Destiny, it's like Destiny 2 still here. They still have a game plan. Warframe is a third-person shooter MMO. That's still going strong. 
Anthem is, it, is, is it, wah, wah, wah. I, I think it's more of a it's a, and it's an aspect of like people like Borderlands. Yeah. Yeah. So And I think that's one of the reasons why that kind of came to be is because of Borderlands. It is because of Borderlands, but it, I think it's more of a niche community that like that style of game and then want it to be a, like a massively multi like multiplayer game. So it's not as popular as a traditional MMO. There's right. a place for it. There's a place for most MMOs and games like that. They just haven't been explored yet. Yeah, I mean, my honestly opinion is, I think it's, I think it's here to stay. It's gonna be here to stay, yeah. As long as they can come up with good material, because right now I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm burnt out on Destiny 2 right now. I hate the season format. I think it's stupid. Just in case, like, if you're like my one buddy right now or me last season, I couldn't get to play that much. Nor did I actually give two craps about the season because it was very stupid. The season's mm. armor looks stupid. The whole entire idea of like getting these stupid coins and going to the bunkers was stupid. It's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, okay, well, they're hippie. My thing when thinking about a game like Destiny 2 is you compare that to a game like World of Warcraft, how long does a typical raid in WoW take? Yeah, there you go. It, it depends on any in any MMO, honestly, that depends. But, like, your harder tier raids are going to take a lot longer, but your shorter tier raids are going to last you, like, an afternoon. So I'm just thinking, like, how does that translate to a shooter? Because uh, you can't... We can do most of the raids in Destiny 2 right now. We can do most of the raids in probably under easily two hours. So are people that are into an MMO, FPS, or whatever, any type of shooter that's an MMO, can they do a raid like in WoW that would last you four hours? Or do you think people that are playing an if FPS a new don't raid, have the patience for if it? There are new, if, there, uh, if there's a new raid for Death when the Destiny comes out, there are days where like I'm watching streams and they're going on 10 hours or 12 hours strong because there's a lot of mechanics with it. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's not just straightforward mechanics. Sometimes you have to experiment and some things are not working. Like Crown of Sorrows, that raid, Say that? I, what is it called? Crown of Sorrows. Oh, okay. Crown the, of Sorrows. Yes, okay. exactly. That I is, said in my opinion, the hardest raid of Destiny 2. Ah. There's a lot of mechanics you have to do. A lot of, like, um, building up little orbs and kind of throwing it, tossing it to your teammate. If something screws up, it kind of screws everything up. And there's a lot of mechanics going with the entire raid that you have to do. Like, one person just can't stand around like, I'm just gonna shoot this stuff like a normal shooter and you guys just stand there and you guys do that. No, you all have to do something. Versus stuff like Andrew was showing me with Final Fantasy raids, like how many times they wiped. Yeah, well, I guess it really comes down to like how you handle mechanics Press in your video X game. Emo. Which is what makes it interesting. I guess I've never seen like gameplay of Destiny or a first person shooter where they have mechanics in it and that's one of the things that interests me like to a traditional MMO because it's very different. Because, I mean, something right now that I am finally digging that Destiny 2 is doing is they have dungeons. There's only two, but they're doing dungeons Because, like, Destiny 2 doesn't have, like, a third-person camera no. at all. No, no that so, is, like, that's like a Warframe or a Defiance. So, so that's where you have to base mechanics around the player's field of view and where they should be looking. And that's where... It Actually, that's not entirely true, because if you, you can go into... Third person with view a sword. with a or, staff, with a hunter staff. Yeah, also with an orb if you're carrying an orb, or if you have a sword. But it's not the main viewpoint. No, it's, it's only not. timed. Yeah, so it's one of those things that you would have to build mechanics based upon which camera you're using. Right. Because I, your field of view is very important to executing any 
mechanics in a video game. Because, I mean, right now I know, like, for, like, unique-wise for MMO standpoint, well, for a shooter MMO standpoint, you and me both played Defiance. Yeah, Adam and I both Which was linked to a sci-fi show. Right. Which was really unique, and it made the experience to keep playing it every week. Well, I actually played... I play. I mainly played Defiance, but then they came up with Defiance 2050, and I barely that touched was, it. That was a free-to-play MMO too. But I mean, like when Defiance originally came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I played a lot of it. I put like 50 hours into that oh, game. Oh yeah, we And then I got it. burnt out and never touched it again. Well, I, the problem for us, no, it was because the show got canceled. Oh, that's true. I got bored of that show before because it got canceled. What What made that um, that loot and shoot MMO really interesting was. Every time an episode aired, no more than 30 minutes to an hour later, there was a story that would yeah. link to that show. Right. And it worked really good. It was worth it because if you're a huge sci-fi fan, Defiance was fantastic. And even the game developers said, hey, if this show fails, we're still going to keep making work yeah, on this game. The voice actor or the voice, the characters from that show, the actors would actually do voice content for that show. And you'd run into the characters from that show in the game. So you said this was a sci-fi show. Yeah. Yes. Well, then I definitely didn't play it. I don't like sci-fi. You know this. You disgust me. I mean, I watched Star Trek. Does that count? Yes. And Defiance and Star Trek are kind of similar. That's oh, why kind I didn't of, like. Kind of. Well, kind that's of, why I didn't like Defiance because I got bored with it. Oh, I see. I did not. But I mean, essentially, what it was is that your character is an Archonder in Defiance, and there is many events where like an Arc they would land, and there would be hell bugs, the battle, and a bunch of other stuff. There also would be um, huge epic events that they did. They worked on it more and it actually made it worthwhile doing that. Well, weren't there like large scale invasions for those? Yes, there was. Which was, I mean, did it ever run into the same thing? That um, what what was, game was that? Was there there I, was there not a raid? Because I I never got to play the raid because I always no, played I, solo on the Xbox 360 while you were on the PS. I, I, PC, I, I mean. yeah, I never played that. But I'm actually thinking, remember Rift? Yes. How they'd have random rifts pop up in the world. Yes. Did that ever happen to Defiance? Were that was just, Arcfall. Well, but were there so many Arcfalls at once that then there's not enough players to actually kill those? Would that actually, like, destroy the game? Did that, that ever happen? Because it happened to Rift all the time. There would be times where it was just me okay. doing an arc, doing an arc thing. On the Xbox 360, once the show got canceled, kind of things died down. Oh. And then 2050 came out where they kind of rebooted it. Same, almost the same style. They changed a little bit of, like, the format, I guess, with the weaponry. There was no more updates to the story campaign because the show was done. Yeah. But they still kept busting out content. There was also more care alien creatures that you could play as, too. Oh. But the same same thing remained. You're an Arcounter. When you start out there, you're near Defiance area, near St. Louis, which that's where it was located. And all the alien races that you fought against or saw on the show, they're on there. Yeah, and the big thing I remember with that game was just kind of the crazy guns that you could get, kind of like Borderlands. Oh yeah, that was essentially like, oh here's this, you know, like powerful sniper rifle or a shotgun or this or a, Yeah, or a gun that just shoots one electric arc and then it explodes as a bomb and there's electricity things everywhere. Yeah, but I mean overall, it was a unique loot and shoot. I mean, there's still people playing it. Not as that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I know. There's still people playing it, but for me, that was like a unique loot and shoot kind of game. But the only thing is, like, can Destiny do what World of Warcraft did? Can Warframe do what World of Warcraft did? What do you I mean, mean? World of Warcraft isn't doing a lot right now. So you well, wanna, I mean, you how, many, clarify. how many years has it been out? I mean, over Destiny? 50. six years. No, no, World right? of Warcraft. World of Warcraft's been out for over 15. Yeah, yeah. it's been out since 2004. 
But World of Warcraft is also like not the transitor anymore, so that's it's the not. But I mean, like in that way, like a lot of people were just like, "Well, everyone really loves FPS shooters." It, it's really interesting to me when you mentioned Rift of how Rift actually set a trend with its gameplay of how it started opening Rifts and other yeah. MMOs copied that. But the transitor itself of Rift died very quickly. Yeah. It did. But every other MMO just implemented that style into it, and it's just like nobody questioned it. Nobody. Oh no! I mean, like even Destiny has random events happening too when you're when you're on any of the planets. So, ever so often, you'll hear like, "Oh hey, satellite fell," or "Hey, this you know the Vex are trying to do this." There's always like that random event. Yeah, Call um, of Fantasy 14 has the exact same thing going on. They're called Warframe Bates. does that too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every MMO just took that idea and it's like us. Oh, Whatever, we'll just use this mechanic. And, and it's not even like everybody goes, "Oh yeah, they just stole this from Rift." Like nobody cares. Right. No, 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 nobody cares. No one has but, said a thing. But, but I, if, I if Final Fantasy fourteen like takes an idea from World of Warcraft or vice versa, everybody's like, oh, this, this game did that. Oh, this game did that. And I find that really funny that nobody ever like just remembers how Rift actually set but that trend. I, I don't right. see the truth. I know that Destiny wasn't the first one to do the loot and shoot. Wasn't it Planet Side, right? I have never played that. I don't know about loot for that game, though. It was an FPS MMO. Yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying that it was the first, though, correct? I remember playing it in 2003, so yeah. Yeah, okay, so like, what was that? I've never touched it. It was... Planet Side was just a flat-out player-versus-player large-scale MMO where you take over territories. That's okay. all it was. It was like, you, you've got a set of land and you have, a, you know, 50-versus-50 battles. Okay. That's basically what it was. And then Planet Side 2 came out and it kind of expanded on that with vehicles and stuff. I don't actually know the differences between 1 and 2 because I played a lot of 1 and then 2 came out and I just lost interest after like a week. Oh, okay. You know, I was just wondering because like I never touched that one because you were the first one like that that was like Destiny wasn't the first one. Nora's Defiance was the first one. It was Planet Side. I mean, said. I think it was Planet Side. I could be totally wrong. There might have been something even older than that. But Planet Side was what I played first because that was when I had an internet connection. Because I think my very first, like, um, well, my, my, my first MMO was World of Warcraft, but I kind of got bored with it and I started really liking shooters. And then Defiance came out. I was like, well, it's sci fi and it's got a TV show linked to it. I'm going to give it a try. What was your first MMO, Andrew? Yeah. Was it WoW? It was yeah, I think RuneScape. it was WoW. Oh, RuneScape. RuneScape. Old, old school RuneScape. My first MMO was RuneScape, and we pretended the graphics were three-dimensional, but they weren't. Right. I'm surprised yours wasn't like EverQuest or something like that. EverQuest sucks, man. Is, like, it, is that still going? EverQuest oh, oh, is yeah. still going, Oh, yes. yeah. How? People, How? Diehard players? You have a diehard fan base, and people still play it. Because, I mean, um, I don't know. Has anyone played Anthem? Because that was the most classic failure when it comes to a third-person shooter, Bioware game, and trying to be an MMO. Is I mean, if, if the servers are down, then no, nobody plays it. No, there's, no it's did, still, did, did any of us play it? It's oh, still did. going. Oh. It's still going. There's, EA still says they're going to be doing updates. Apparently, the next one that's coming out soon is going to be like a pirate theme where they're fighting pirates. But it's supposed huh. to be sci-fi themed. Yep, you have four mechs, well, four mech suits. The story campaign was just god awful garbage. It made no sense to me. Huh. And then like doing the dungeon raids or battling enemies, it just it was. It, I think I played it, but I don't remember. Was you was there? Was the there? You played the beta. Was there a robot in there called Pathfinder? I thought so, yeah. Okay, so I did play it a little bit. I remember playing the one that is like the storm, whatever it was called, where you can um, use like um, ice ability and storm, like lightning ability, 
and I used huh. that big gigantic mech, which I thought I was gonna have way more fun, and that was just 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 garbage. Like the loot system wasn't really great either. It was there was so many times where I would constantly try to grind something, and it wasn't like World of Warcraft grinding where like you know like you're in a huge group and you're doing this dungeon or this raid. Every time I would play it, it's just like, and cool, I unlocked, you know, a skin or this for my my mech. I was <laughs> like, cool, thank you. Because I... The story of Destiny 2, well, the story for Destiny itself, generally, Destiny 1 and 2, is a phenomenal story. Okay. You listened to that one I guy mean, yeah, it, it was interesting. It was a fantastic story. Yeah. Anthem was just bad from the start and terrible at the end for a story wise. I just knew I was going to get my butt kicked, so I never played it that much. Yeah, I, I was playing on a controller against PC players on your Destiny account. Oh. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, you were laughing your butt yeah, off. You're yeah. just like, I'm all blue gear, and then I'm going up against people with, like, purple gear. And, right. Uh, just, like, standing here going like... Well, you were complaining because you had... You didn't have the right kind of gun. You I were... want a fully automatic gun. I'm an American. Yeah. And you kept getting, like, what? Pulse rifles or something? You kept... I kept getting scout rifles. Yeah. From there goes half our viewers. You're American. out oh, bye. Uh, that's not true. Really? <laughs> I don't know. That's the other thing. He says, Andrew says, viewers, we actually might be doing a Twitch thing, too. I might be we changing might. my we Twitch might. stream, they, they to... They could be staring at their iPod while they're watching the timer go by. Like, that's the viewing. They're technically viewing the podcast. Yeah, they're like, when is this thing going to end? <laughs> we are eight... What does it say? 18 minutes? Yeah, 18, 18 minutes. Eight, almost 19 minutes in? All right. So, so yeah, the travel. Yeah, Americans have travel restrictions to other countries. We can only go to like five countries right now without... Oh, that's it's, right. It's two. We're oh, bam. is it two now? Like it's one of them, two. it's like Mexico and Brazil or something, right? No, no. It's, um, we can go to Turkey. And then there is, a, I forgot what Asian country. I think it's Indonesia. Does, does, this, apply, ah. does this apply to the downloads? Because that'd be kind of messed up. That'd be weird. <laughs> that'd be really weird. Wow, that'd be messed but up. But no, I mean, like, honestly, guys. Sorry, Canadians. Yeah, sorry, As Canadian. someone who actually has never played those, like, loot and shoot games, like, are you even interested in the idea of a first person or third person MMO, Andrew? No. Why? Okay. I played first person shooters where I shoot the head of somebody and then it dies. I don't need something where I spend five minutes putting a clip into it. Division. Yes. Holy crap, that game pisses me off so much. Sorry. I don't, right, we, Division are, was something that was, like, on that note, that was something that was a neat story. Unfortunately, reality hit with this whole entire corona crap where it feels, like, uneasy with a virus kind of oh, thing. Oh, right. Number two, like, the world looked neat. Not as big as they promised, but it was still neat. Story was okay. But the biggest disconnect for me, there was two things. One, I am literally using a light machine gun that I killed from a boss, and then I'm in this new area, and there is a guy dressed in like a garbage outfit with a, with a garbage suit, like a garbage man suit with a helmet and like a freaking shield and a crowbar. And he's running at me, and I'm lighting him up with a machine gun, and all you can see is hit markers, and I'm going, wait, what, wait, what? Hi, do you want to know what the concept of a bullet sponge is? Exactly, I was like, I was like how are you, how are you withstanding this? Like, this helmet's amazing, where right. did you buy it? Yep. Or, where did you loot from it? But I also hate the Dark Zone. All right. I hated the Dark Zone, I think it was one of the most neatest ideas on paper. And then it just, it fell apart. Weren't you saying you'd go into the dark zone and, like, people would say, 
team up with us and then turn around and shoot what, you in the what back? What happened was it was essentially a free-for-all. What could happen is, like, there is, you know, it could be player versus player. It could be, like, you know, the Wild West where one person's like, I'm just going to be out to get everyone. But at the same time, there is PvE elements going on there. There are bosses. There yep. are, like, stuff that you can hunt down and take out there. Yep. But the problem is there are certain locations that you would have to have a drop-off point. Where a helicopter would come, and all your gear from the dark zone had to get loaded on this helicopter. It took time, enemies would come, and if someone wanted to be, which always happened to me, someone would be standing in the corner far, far away, as we all try to load up our stuff to the helicopter, someone would chuck a grenade, or <laughs> fire something at us, and we would all go down, and then they would take all the loot, and then they would hook it up, and then tra-la-la-la. Nice. Because my one friend loved it. Like he was so on the PC. It's that's all he was about. Was is, is doing what you just said? It was the dark zone. Yeah. Oh. And, but like he really didn't try doing that. He only did it with by accident one time where oh. he was shooting an enemy and someone literally two people got across and he lit them up. Oh. And then the entire group that they were part of were chasing them down. <laughs> that's funny. Back in our day, children, this is how it worked. You see the person. You aim the gun at their head, and then you hit the button that allows you to shoot it, and then they die. I didn't need to take 50 shots um, to, sir, to, to, do, to do a third of their HP bar in order to, to make to, to defeat the bad guy. Um, um, sir, I play on a controller like the good lord says in the commandments, okay? Okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How does yeah. that... Yeah, so like how, I play... How does that, how does that uh, make the situation of a bullet sponge any different? You're still aiming. I know, I know, but controller's better. I'm joking. No. Actually, mouse and keyboard's better, but I like I prefer controller. Preference. Who gives a crap? But, I mean, so there, there would be no way for you to get onto anything for a loot and shoot for you. Anything, Andrew, at all. I mean, Nothing. No. I've been playing Halo 2, and it's just like, yeah, this is good. This is what I want. This is multiplayer. This is this is all I need. I shoot, so you would not I shoot the guy. So you would not want to be dies. able to like, have like an eight... Or a six friend or eight friend group and go and like do a raid or something like that where you're all like doing these cool like mechanics and trying to shoot something down. So I'd have to see the mechanics and I'd have to see how engaging they are. And, and I mean that like as, a, as in the base level of playing the game, I would have to see what the gameplay entails and if it's interesting enough to warrant me playing it. So when I started playing Final Fantasy XIV, that's what I started. Was That's what I, I did was my friend introduced me to video and I watched this video and I was listening to it and I was like what is this music and he's like well this is the music that plays in the game and I'm watching the mechanics I was like this looks nuts I want to play this I want to beat this and that's what got me into it so a big part of it is I watch it and if I want to play it I'm just he's Andrew's like oh I want to I want I want to play this I want to check this out and I'm just thinking by the way your friend just to your friend probably told you it's gonna take you 70 hours to get to this. Well, that's See, that, Destiny... It, it's, not, it's, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Sure. And, and I didn't think about the journey, and I was like, you know what, I, I, I'm not going to worry about getting there. As long as you're having fun, that's all that matters. As long as I'm having fun, that's all that matters. No. But, but now, there, there was a caveat to that, and the caveat is is that because this is the hardest content in the game, Final Fantasy XIV handles it a lot differently than other MMOs, and this is one of the other reasons why I don't like a lot of MMOs, and a lot of other like more traditional MMOs, is that once the next expansion pack or patch comes out, it generally trivializes the older content. So the newer, flashier stuff you get just completely trumps everything else you just did. And Final Fantasy XIV at least has these raids that are so difficult that 
you cannot just cheese them. And uh-huh. they force you to do it at level and with at level gear and at the same difficulty. Hmm. And always it will be like that. So they are actually what you'd call trophy rings. Right. Because you have to prove that you can do it. You cannot cheese it. You cannot cheat it in any way. And that that's one thing that I actually kind of I was like, well, I kind of want to do that now. That makes me look really cool. Yeah. As opposed to what people will do. It's like, well, okay, I, I can't clear this content. I'm going to wait like a year and then go back and cheese it with like newer gear. And I, I don't like that idea. In right. Most. Yep. I've never liked that idea. World of Warcraft does that. That's one of the reasons I don't like World of Warcraft. Can you, so can you do that in Destiny? What do you mean? Like, say you're a specific light level for a certain raid, and then the expansion comes out, you raise your light level, get better gear, and then can you just go through and just completely obliterate the, the previous raid? I am right now, like, um, 1060, and there are certain, like, the Crown of Sorrow, with its mechanics, you, you'll still die. You'll how, st- how old is that, though? Crown of Sorrow is, ama- I think, about maybe a year, oh, okay. a year old, I think, okay. for the expansion, if I'm yeah. correct. All right. The biggest problem that I'm like noticing, like, it's the grind situation for you when you're talking about games. Like, I mean, more like the third-person like MMO style, like World of Warcraft. That grind is kind of acceptable, but as an FPS, I feel like people get burned out faster with grinding. Because mm-hmm. I mean. Watching you play Destiny that one day when you really had no idea what you were doing. I don't know what the heck I was doing. I was you did around. not know what you were I, doing. I had Adam come over to the house or to the apartment here, and I was just like, "All right, I'm bored of my mind. What the heck am I supposed to actually do in this game?" And he s- started showing me like bounties. You bounties, were showing bounties, me bounties, bounties and stuff, and all I was doing is running around doing um, public events. What do they call it? Is it Trostland or something like that? You were on the I was e- in EDZ. Yeah. You were in the Trostland area, and what you were doing Picking was up the, patrol missions. And then doing public events. That's, That's it. all you were patrol doing. Patrol missions, public events, and I was bored out of my mind. Yeah, because I mean, there's sometimes where you have quests where you have to do so many. Right now, with this season arc style, what they're doing, I am kind of getting burned out really fast. Mm. I don't know, does World of Warcraft or any other like MMOs do that kind of season thing where like the, more, the levels you get up, you can unlock skins and stuff, or no? Because Destiny's doing that, and now like a lot of people are doing that season crap. Not, not really. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. It's all cosmetic. And you get better weapons, too. I mean, too. there are different MMOs that do events for certain things. Like, I, I'm still playing Guild Wars 2. Uh, right now, they have a boss rush event that goes... It's going for one week, and it's like, if you kill world bosses, you get bonus loot. It'll just give you an extra box of a crap ton of mats. Yeah. So it's like incentive for people to do specific content? Yeah. It's MMOs will do that. Uh, I actually really enjoy Final Fantasy XIV because it essentially says, like, if you're... At the level of content you want to be at, they, they encourage you to actually go and spend your time doing other things rather than just playing their game. They what do, do you encur- mean? So, so a good example is like say, uh, trying, to, trying to figure out the the way to put this simply. If, if you were say a uh, an extreme raider and you did extreme raids, sure. which to give you an idea, there's a raid above that called Savage, and then above that there's Ultimates. But let's just say you're doing extreme raids and you're doing the extreme trials, right? Yeah. And that's the type of content you're at. That's the type that, that's you're gonna level out there. Once you have finished that content with your raid group that you're playing with, there you can go and like say level up another class, or you can go, you know, progress your character in any small way that you want to. But you're not stuck 
just doing in-game content. So if you wanted to go, say, play another video game, they encourage you to be able to do that. They value your time. Unlike games like World of Warcraft, where they have it, like, I'm gonna guess with Destiny, it's the same thing, where you get to max level, and you're just continuously grinding for the sake of getting arbitrary levels to make yourself more powerful, instead of it being, well, you got this piece of gear, this is the most powerful piece of gear, there you go, you're done. As Final yeah. Fantasy doesn't do the system of, like, well, here you need to just continuously grind forever for arbitrary power gains that you must have in order to defeat something. They don't do things like that. Nah. They, once you have the gear and you're geared to do something, they want you to go do it. And if you clear it, you clear it. And if you don't, well, you can continue trying to do it. But they will still want you to do something else. You can come back to the game fresh and happy that you're playing it. Hmm. Not like you're feeling like, I paid my sub, man. I gotta, I gotta get the hours out of this game. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of people do that with games like World of Warcraft. Because I'm saying, like, when I, I mean, when I used to play World of Warcraft, and, like during the Burning Crusades was like where I was at my peak of playing, and then I think it was um, what Wrath of the Witch King, wasn't it called? Wrath L of the Witch King. King. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got burnt out where I literally was hopping online. I was like, I paid for it. I gotta hop on and play it. Yeah, yeah. yeah people have that mentality. It's an I, obligation. Yeah, and Final Fantasy doesn't want you to have that obligation. They, you still have to pay the monthly fee, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, they're still saying like, hey, thank you for playing, but it's healthy for you to do other things, so we have good stopping points for you. It reminds me of uh, that stupid star from uh, Mario Galaxy. Oh, Ezra, hey, you've been playing too long. Maybe you should take a break. Well, well the funny <laughs> thing is, is that it, hilariously enough, Final Fantasy XIV had a piece of content where they're like, you know what? People go on about how they like older content, so they actually designed a piece of content to be more like Final Fantasy XI. And a uh, lot of people, and it was a complete divide, 50-50, right down the middle. People either loved it and thought it was fantastic, and they were thankful to have that type of content in the video game, and they thanked Square up and down the like, street for it, or they were the other side, and they thought it was a complete waste of time. They hated it. They never want Square to do that ever again, and I think it was the dumbest thing that they've ever done in their lives. It, it, <laughs> it's completely subjective to what you want to do and how you want to play the game. And, like, that's... Every MMO needs to, like set their own trends of what they want you to do and what they think players should do. Alright, hmm. so what do you guys think then that will help the loot and shoot MMO shooters, you know, like stay strong and continue? Like, for you, Josh, you both played MMOs from Guild Wars 2 to World of Warcraft to Star Wars, and you even touched Warframe and you've touched Destiny 2. What do you think, honestly, that can help Destiny 2 or another What's wrong with it? For me, I can tell you right now, honest to God truth it's the grind I feel like it's not really worth it to a point The season for grinding out the season I think is lackluster It strongly encourages you to not really like treat it like what other MMOs are doing to where like there's all these open dungeons. There's not enough per se to do because the last DLC before, um, where it was, like, the season of the Drifter, it was all about Gambit Prime. Oh, okay. Where, like, me, I love Gambit, and I love Gambit Prime, but for other people, they were not about Gambit Prime. I've never so done Gambit. You need to get your light level up before you do Gambit. Right. I'll show you how to do Gambit, because Destiny, for Bungie, so Bungie has done some really neat creative stuff. But I don't think there is enough to I hold people's attention. In order to answer a question like that, it's going to be unique per person because you need to figure out what a person likes about 
games think, like that? I think it's content, 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 content. Enough stuff to get them out. Well, not only that, but like in my case, I play MMOs mostly so that I can look cool. Yeah, I know. Like, so I will grind out. I'll, I'll grind out gear. I don't know if we're swearing in this podcast. I'm I would to keep really like to try our best not to swear. Yeah, I mean, but, like, it's just if it happens, it happens. Right. In my opinion. Um, but I, I like to grind out gear so that I can look cool. So in my case, it would be give me gear to work towards either to craft it or to try and find it through specific And that is something right types. there I kind of wish there would be a Whereas craft I'm system. I'm guessing with but people like Andrew, content is king and give me things to do. It, it goes both ways. So, again, it's completely subjective. You're either somebody who likes putting time over effort and because you put the time in, you're more powerful than somebody who just starts below you. Sure. Some people like that. Other people like exactly what you're saying where I want to look cool. Fashion wars. A fashion scape. The whole game's fashion scape. It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if this item has the worst stats in the game. I want to wear it because it looks cool. Yeah. Some people don't like that. And, and, and you know, they're they're okay to let me like Let me let me get this item and then transmute it into something that and then I'll never play the game again. Actually, I'll play the game every day. I'll just stand in the major city so people can look at me. Slash dance. As, as, the, as the shiny golden god that I am. Right. Because I have the big shiny sword of the god killer right. king that yeah. has awful stats, but it looks cool. I want to cosplay as Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. That's oh all god. I want to do. <laughs> that, uh, there is an emote for Dragon Ball Z. Oh, but but, oh. but then other people are like they they are well again content is king for me I enjoy the rating content I enjoy the content the game has I enjoy the story the story to fourteen is absolutely out of this world I'm, I I will give them props to that up and down would you con- I mean with as much as you played Final Fantasy fourteen right now would you consider yourself part of the top one percent of people that have seen the content in the game uh no I'm not top part of the top one percent but surprisingly a lot of people don't do uh savage rating which. I was very uh, taken aback by it because Final Fantasy XIV, from what I gather, is more of a social MMO. And that's something to me that's very bizarre because I'm not used to that in MMOs. Uh, where there's a lot of people that just like playing it for the sake of hanging out and having a good time and relaxing. And the community to 14 is much more different than most of the MMOs I've ever seen. Yeah. But uh, I'm part of that, that smaller group who actually likes doing hard, difficult content for the sake of doing hard, difficult content. I need to buy that game on PC. I need to get back into it. It's a lot of fun. It, it, it's still one of those games. Just sit down and enjoy the story and go at the, and go at the pace that the, the developers want you to go about it. Don't skip everything. Just relax and enjoy it. And that's one of the things I like about it. So again, it's subjective. So in your case, it wouldn't necessarily be content. You just want a more accessible community stuff. No, no, that's not particularly what I want. A lot of people liked that aspect of 14. I'm still about content. If Ah. you have good rating content, you have good and fun, enjoyable content, and you have fair content that I I can reasonably get to and complete. No. So the idea of just give me something to do. Just give me something to do that is worth my time. Right. Because there was like so many things that me and my friends talked about for Destiny 2 that I'd be like, man, I wish they would do a public, you know, like this open world event or this like a like, just like this public event for everyone to see happen because you remember how the halloween went from guild wars 2 yeah. where on halloween the mad king would pop out of that statue yeah. and it was this cool event and everything like mad that. king's labyrinth yeah but i mean like that or like but um I, I played swotor for like a month i played it like a month and a half ago or something they had a swoop event going like a public swoop event on tatooine yeah and they also had cool. a they had a speed bike event too for sparrow racing for destiny 
Oh, some yeah. people hate it. Some people liked That'd it. That'd be cool. It sounds cool. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean... Like, what do they have uh, in terms of stuff like that for Final Fantasy? Like, right now they have something going on called the Yokai event. Which is a it's the season of it's the season of like I think worth or valor I think it's called from Destiny, where essentially you get this basic blue gear, and you have to power level it up by like doing a hundred match you know doing ten matches of Gambit, doing ten matches of Crucible, getting a hundred orbs of like Solar Arc you know Void, and it builds it up and then the third. After you get to purple, that has another ratings of the, you have to do. Beat this raid, do this, you know. Hmm. Get and then it'll also like unlock this cool like design of like kind of glowing parts of the armor that stick out and everything like that. It looks cool, but for me, I'm burnt out on it. We've I've already did this last year, and for me, this content is just rehashed, recycled. It's, it's really recycled, in my opinion, for the Destiny. Like, yeah, but what's the Yokai event? So the Yokai event is... That's uh, a ghost I'm, in that game. Yeah, yeah, it's a crossover with the show. I think, what's the show called? Yokai Watchers, I yes, believe the Yo show is Watchers called. So it's like actually a crossover with that anime huh. in this in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, the long story short is you're supposed to do fates to get medals to buy minions, and you summon the minions, and which one of the minions come with you, and you do fates, you have a chance to gain a medal. And with the uh, specific minion metal that you summon, you can go and buy weapons. Oh. That, and they have very unique transmog properties to them, and if you want to use them, you can. And if you don't like them, you don't have to grind for them, but it's to give players something fun to do, to level classes, to, to you know, experience places that they haven't been before. So that's the whole reason why they have that there. And the skins are kind of silly. They're supposed to look like toys because the show is... More, more of a like light-hearted anime style. So when they come over to you know this video game, the weapons are heavily inspired off of that style. So it's just something that's fun. So if especially I guess if you're a fan of the show, I've never seen the anime. You say it was Yokai Watch. Yeah, Yokai Watch. I've ever? heard that name before. Never. Yeah, it was something that was very popular in Japan. It was like Pokemon. It was overtaking Pokemon. Came to the state, and everyone was just like, "This, what is this trash?" Bigger than Yu-Gi-Oh. No, Yu-Gi-Oh is a card game. This was like a Pokemon clone. Wow. I don't know if I'd call it a Pokemon clone, considering the fact that Yokai. There were different kind of ghosts that you could get. Well, well the thing is, is that Yo Pokemon. A lot of Pokemon are based off Yokai. Yokai are like, an actual. Like, I'm gonna get some holy water on you and just, and just douse you with it. Yeah, like it will it, burn both of us. It, historically, Yokai have been around for a very long time in Japanese history. Good for them. And, and 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 there's a lot of stories behind yokai. I know, lot, I know. A lot like, of Pokemon know, they're like that. fox spirits, and it's like if you're depressed, there's actually a yokai that's haunting you or around you. Yeah. Yeah, I know oh. what you're talking about. Yeah, so a lot of Pokemon are actually based off of old folklore and yokai, and people don't but, really know I mean, that. then another question is then, what would you prefer then for like a shoot and loot? Would you want a third-person view or a first-person view? So, again, that comes down to really the gameplay. Uh, if I had to choose one over the other, I would probably say third-person, and that's specifically so I can actually see married mechanics going on. I, I, as somebody who's played MMOs for a long time, your, your vision is king. And right. being able to see what's going on is what's because going to make- I did watch a little bit of your raid, where like there was an aerial effect where like you could see where it was lining up where he was going to do damage to you that mini boss when you were playing yep. yeah and you had to get out of the way destiny does do that 
it's not bad but again it's in the first person view so you might not see if you're walking backwards into something right yeah. if you've got a third person view you have a bigger field of view like you a do. bigger FOV, FOV I mean so. prefer for me I think I actually prefer the first person view since I was playing Halo 2 and Halo 3 you know competitively I'm so used to versus something like Gears of War I I didn't mind Gears of War but I mean that kind of style MMO would not no. work for me. No. I mean Defiance was fine. Warframe is fine for me, but I do prefer a first-person view. But again, that comes down to the competent. Like, how competent is your game design? Right. A good game designer is going to look for the fact that okay, well they can only see in the first person. Yep. What direction are they going to be looking in a fight? When? Why? And how can they react to a situation I throw at them? Right. And, and that's what any good designer is going to do. If I put this fire field down, are these people going to be competent enough to stay out of the red? Right. <laughs> and, and, and so, like, even for Final Fantasy XIV, they have a lot of mechanics that are based off of specific telegraphs. There might not be an area of effect marker on the ground. They won't show it at all. Mm. But they might do something very obvious, like the boss. Animation. Yeah, animations. The boss is raising his left hand, and he's going to slam the ground. Well, obviously, you don't want to be where he's going to slam. It doesn't right. need to have a marker to show you that he's doing that. They want you to see the boss physically Yeah, if, if the cues are there, there, then you don't need the... Then you don't yeah. need that. Right. And so even in a first-person shooter, it would be that same idea. The telegraphs have to be there so a player can actually react to it without, okay, well, I died to that. I guess I, I that's my bad. I guess I'll do it again, and this time, like, hopefully not die to that. Right. It, 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 like, you can't make it feel like it is the person's fault, or la a lack of their fault the first time. If you if you make it obvious of what's going to happen, and the player fails to react to it, then they're going to go, okay, I just didn't know. That's my fault. I you shouldn't have been looking over there. I, I should have been looking. I should have reacted better. I know for next time, and right. then that's fine. It's not okay whenever said player just falls over dead, they have no idea what happened, and then they feel cheated for it. Right. That sours the experience, and that's what's important. So there from a first-person perspective... There are raid parts of certain parts of the raid where if you don't do something right, or you do it, you take too long to do something, it's a full wipe. Yeah. And especially if you're new to this raid, and you're all trying to figure it out, and you wipe, that becomes extremely frustrating. Yeah, but like, it's something as simple as like, say, a soak mechanic. Like, uh, a good example is Final Fantasy XIV has something called a stack mechanic, and it has a very specific telegraph that shows this person needs to be stacked on has a bunch of arrows pointing towards them, towards the center of their hitbox, and everybody can see it. It's like, hey, you see that person right there with all the arrows going to it? Yeah, you probably want to stand with them because if you don't, they're going to die. And that's bad for the rest of you. And so players don't feel cheated once they have seen that mechanic once. And they will always know that that's what that mechanic means. So in front side of a first-person shooter perspective, you would have to figure out creative ways to explain to a player what is happening. They'd have to put, like... Not necessarily arrows, but some type of cue on the side of your screen that says, hey, go left, go right, and then when, once you're lined up to where you're supposed to go, it'll be like, all right, go there. Well, you could do that. Or again, it could come down to the idea of specific telegraphs that right. the boss is doing that gives you an idea of where you should be looking, why you should be looking. Right. There. Like, you know, hey, it's sci-fi setting. We'll use sci-fi because, you know, that's what this game is. That's what know? Destiny is, yeah. Well, hey, well, I'm facing the boss this way, and I see a giant red light coming from my right. I should probably turn around to see, oh, there's a giant laser pointing towards me and right. heating up. I might want to move out of the way. That is the idea of a telegraph, and the yep. said player reacts to it. I do, however, think that it's more limited what you could do with the first person shoot. Yep. And that's the problem. So, like, that's where repeating content is either going to be a thing. 
are, the, the only way you can really spice that up is saying, okay, well, we either have to make the telegraph shorter, or we have to start taking telegraphs away altogether and make it harder for the said player to react to these things by no. value of they should just not have, they should know that at this point, this is going to happen and they need to move. Now, hmm. for me, like, how many people can actually raid in a, an actual real, real raid in Final Fantasy? 14? How many people can? Yes. How many in any what's, group? What's the biggest raid? Because in Final no matter Fantasy? what happens, like, one of my things I'm noticing, like, I, I think. For the limitations right now for consoles or for a first-person shooter for Destiny, I'm noticing that it's it's six. That's their limit right now. I wish they would do more. I wish it would be like ten, a ten-person raid. But I feel like, as a first-person point of view, I feel like that can get kind of convoluted and kind of confusing. So again, it comes down to what the mechanics are and how and what your players can do to alleviate mistakes. So Final Fantasy XIV has rings. Is anybody who's ever played it? Let's knows? call this the loot and shoot Final Fantasy XIV episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like a good example is in Final Fantasy XIV, they have a specific idea of okay, your party member just died. Well, in most other traditional MMOs, they're dead until the end of the fight. Well, Final Fantasy XIV makes it well. Okay, you can cast a raise on them, and it'll bring them back to life. But they have reduced stats for a minute and a half. They have a twenty-five percent basic cut to their their stats. So they're alive, they're still doing more damage than they would be if they were dead, and they get to live the fight another day. But doing that over and over obviously makes them weaker, and if they keep dying, then that's a problem. But it's still a great learning tool for them to, you know, make a mistake and then come back. If you don't have that in, say, a game like Destiny, and then they expect you to do a 50-man content patch somehow, but you die once, and one person dies, and then it screws everybody, then it's not fun. It's not... Well, right. The ma the max amount of people I believe that you can have in a public event, I think it's like nine. So in Final Fantasy XIV, they have 24 man raids. Yes. Is the biggest you can get. But the thing about 24 man raids is that they are specifically designed Suck that, that one venom down, Josh. It's gone. That that oh. that one that one oh, no, mistake no. from said player is not most of the time going to wipe all 24 players. And they design that specifically. So people can make mistakes. That's the idea, is that people can help pick up the slack. So they're not designed to be one person makes a mistake, everybody does. The next tier below that is 8-man raid. And 8-mans have several variations to them, but let's just say for right now we're going to go to the hardest content. Not ultimates, because ultimates are kind of in their own special little box over there. Let's go to savages, the one I was talking about. Uh, savages are more or less, one person makes a mistake, you're probably going to die. And everybody needs to be on key to what they're doing. And if they're not, you're going to have a very bad time. Or you're learning the fight, that's okay for mistakes. That's why you have something called progression rating. You're progressing through the fight at your own pace, getting better. So, and then they have four-man content. So, really, they don't have a lot of variations of said content, but each piece of content is designed specifically for the difficulty of how many people so I don't know how Destiny could be like more than six people. I feel like I want it to be eight or more, but I feel like it can't be. Well, again, it depends what I'm getting at. Is like I said, what mechanics do you have to alleviate the stress of said players making mistakes? Again, if, if Destiny had a way of like 
run over to your comrade and stab them with the syringe to bring them back to life like some FPS games do. Well then, okay, there you go. The person can make a mistake. Oh, maybe he's weak because he got shot and he almost died, whatever. Like, they can do something like that. So it's okay to make mistakes. But if they tried going with the traditional model of, well, he died, he's dead, he's, he can't come back until you beat the boss, like, and then... then yeah. Then it becomes a lot more infuriating when one person dies at the beginning of a 10-minute encounter for 20 people, and then he just is dead. Right. So, again... That way you could have your, your teammate be on, like, so oh, adrenaline shot. In the group, everyone gets the, is able to res one person. So, at that point, what you have to do is you either have to, A, make the content incredibly easy, so where one person or two people or people just dying from being dumb doesn't wipe everybody else, and then, like, five people can carry the other 15... Or you have then to make, the content gets boring. Then the content gets boring. Yeah. Or you have the content so hard where one person dies, and you have people purposely trying to die to wipe faster to restart the boss. And that's a thing in World of Warcraft. I've seen that. And yeah. In World of Warcraft, that's a thing. So it, again, it comes down to as a developer, you have to find a way to intentionally make it where there is a good balance, right? It, it, of difficulty, and then players being able to mess up, but making it interesting. Without it being just dull. And that's a very fine line to walk. So I don't yep. know exactly what Destiny has that they could do to make that easier, to make mechanics more interesting. Again, I still haven't played the game, so I don't know how... I do think that some of their raids have some really neat... Um, I love the first one. I love the one about the machines where you're dealing with the Fallen, and they're literally messing with SIVA again, and they're making all these weird mechs. There was one part where... We're using the sparrows, and we're racing through, and there's a gigantic servitor, like a, like a ball of death of Indiana Jones style, hmm. coming at us. We all have to hit these switches just right. And my one friend put that stinking song, Tokyo Drift, one, in the one main soundtrack of the movie, hmm. and it actually helped us. We're all like, we're, we're actually, this is actually helping us. But there's some neat mechanics. There's, like, the first raid, I thought was great. The one end was, like, the final boss when we are fighting Callus. He sends us into this dimension. Now, three people can stay outside the dimension, three people can stay in. And each time, each person gets this own little symbol. We gotta call it out, and there's four symbols, so you just gotta do the math in your head. Like, okay, I said splates, which are two axes. You know, dog, okay, then sun. That means then there's actually going to be, you no know, chalice. We gotta find the chalice and hit that servitor. And then we can come back in and do damage and stuff like that. But each time we go in the dimension, there's a platform that's actually missing. It's a if it was a third-person view, I wouldn't have a problem seeing where these holes are at. But since it's a first-person view, it's part of the challenge to figure out where that's at before it's too late. Hmm. There are very neat mechanics in certain parts of the game. And then there's just some like raids that were absolutely just stupid and frustrating and pointless. Like, the second raid of Destiny 1, where you fight Crota. I... My first time playing that raid, we three-manned it, just for giggles, and we did it. We, I got to the final boss. And again, like something else that I would like to talk to you about is, is there weapons that really, like, weapons or gear that can break the, the stinking game in World of Warcraft? In World of Warcraft right because now. Because in, in Destiny 2, it was the Galathorn. You remember that weapon. Yeah. It was so OP. Or the Icebreaker in D1, if you didn't have it, my old stinking dumb guild, clan, whatever you want to call it, they, I literally left that clan and went to a better one where we actually play. And they don't care what I have. They, they don't care. They'll let us play. But 
my old raid group I used to have was if you didn't have those weapons, don't even bother trying to join our group. Right. Yeah, and that's and it broke the game for me. Like certain weapons break the game. So it, World of Warcraft has had issues like this before, and a good example is. Uh, right now we have something called corruption gear, and the way that corruption gear works is that it basically a piece of gear that you have has a random chance to have a random as affix on it, and it, it, that's two times I've said the word random so far. That's already random. a big, that's already a big red flag. But the idea is is that these random affixes can have a very powerful effect upon your character. In fact, the gear is so overpowered that in some cases it's over 55 to 70 percent of your damage in the span of a fight. Not from your abilities, not from what you're doing, but from the random procs of this gear. And so, if you have this corruption gear, I think it's like, I can't remember, it's like, more or less like stars or something like that, it's something stupid. But it does an obscene amount of damage. So, you either are stacking this corruption, or you're not, and not. And that's it. You're, you're either so powerful that, you know, you're doing the mechanic, like, you're doing the fights air quotation as intended by Blizzard, or you're not and not. There's not an option to maybe not use the corruption gear at all. The game has been balanced around having corruption gear. Ah. So that's the idea of, okay, is it that broken? Yeah, it is, because without it you basically can't do the content, and that's bad. That's very badly done, and people are just... Because that's the only thing I'm noticing right now for D2, especially because like I haven't played Warframe since it first came out when it was like being first shown. But I mean, wow, there, there, there's always been guns that have broken the game, per se, for raiding, or in D2, Gambit. There are certain weapons where it's like, right now, it's the way of the sword. Everyone has that guillotine weapon. So... That can, it can literally destroy when you play Gambit or Gambit Prime. So, there's something in the gaming industry known as predominant strategy. And the way that this works is that if you present a player with three options... Option one is going to get them the results the easiest, the quickest, least resistance. Mm -hmm. They are going to take that option every single time. Why would they even consider the other two options if they know that the first one is better in every single regard? They will just do it, and that's predominant strategy. Hmm. So that's one thing that you want to avoid in MMO, because then it becomes stagnant and boring. But then that's where it also becomes more difficult because it's like, well, how do we make all three of these different styles of gameplay interesting and fun and balanced? Right, that was just <laughs> thinking and, and balanced. And balanced is the key word there. And that's very hard for developers to do. And then throw microtransactions in the mix and you're screwed. Well, I mean, like, and, my yeah. biggest thing, though, is just like, as a, when it comes to FPS, to like, if there's an OP weapon that just like is devastating, just someone who's like even really good at shooters, when it comes to like a gambit, which is PVE slash PVP, which is unique in its own mind, it's one of the greatest things I think as a content for a shooter or an MMO to come out where you're battling against the player environments, like the most like you know like essentially like a horde mode, and you can go invade and and and, and attack them. Right. But again, there are certain weapons where, like, if you're invading, these are the best weapons to invade with. You're not using them to invade, you're just being stupid. Right. Yeah. And again, it comes down to the idea that the developers need to understand how to design content to where you don't have predominant strategy and every single time players are rushing for that. And that's a problem whenever you have a stagnant game because the developers don't know how to handle their said content. 
Right. So that that's something that you have to look out for. And it's not like I'm saying that, well, okay, if the, if the developers don't know how to handle this content, you should just play the video game. It's not worth your time. I'm not saying that. That's, that's not it at all. But you do have to realize that that is an intrinsic issue that every MMO is going to have in video games in general. Some people are going to play the video game how they want to play the video game, and that's the end of it. They're just going to do it. But other players are going to always look for the path of least resistance. How do you handle that? Yeah, because right. like each season so far, they've pretty much done something to where it is like, this is the tier what you want to do. Like last season, it was the season of the rifle. Oh my goodness, my Cyril's regime, which is like, the more you shoot, the faster it shoots. Hmm. Flavor of the month is what we yeah, exactly that. yeah it is flavor of the month right now is swords right but I mean like we're going kind of long right now well but I'm actually looking at this thing while you guys are talking I'm like we need to do a hard stop at one hour I'm thinking that's fine no me. no podcast past one hour I think that's gonna be our our thing for this okay that's fine so that hour was a, or less because so that, that have was a, that was a fun discussion for the night but I mean yeah. overall though like. Do you see that like you know the, the the whole entire loot and shoot thing continuing strong? It's oh, yeah, been it almost will. eight years now, and Destiny's still going pretty strong. It will. Uh, it, it, it's the thing that again, the, the the it has to evolve with every every iteration of a video game. It has to evolve. New trends have to be designed and set, and players enjoy it, and they will continue to play it. It's one of the reasons why World of Warcraft has been failing, and it's one of the reasons why other MMOs are starting to take its place. They are no longer the trendsetter, and, and it's showing. And the best thing to show too, like again. Destiny 2 versus Anthem. Anthem was supposed to be the Destiny 2 killer. And without content, without real reason to keep playing it after the story campaign was done, it took them forever to do other events, and the events that they did do were catastrophically boring. So, I mean, overall, though, I, I think, as of right now, the best loot and shoot that you can play right now, I think I have to go with D2 right now. I really do. From what I've go. been playing is D2. I have to go through RuneScape. I'm sorry. You're wrong. RuneScape. Okay. Yeah, RuneScape. Yeah, but RuneScape's not a shooter, though. Not with that attitude, it's not. Exactly. <laughs> so, on that note, I'm Adam. I'm Josh. And I'm Andrew. And we don't have a name for this podcast. <laughs> Loves. We don't have a name for this podcast. We don't have an email for contacts. We don't have a Facebook page, because I'm not on social media. This is, was a practice podcast to see if what we and could, what this format I would work. I haven't switched our twi my Twitch channel to the podcast, we can't even give you a contact for Twitch. Well, we can easily so, add it later, okay, We'll jerk. figure this stuff out, and until next time, we don't even know when the next episode is going to record or when I this is like, even going to go up. Wow, thank you. That's that's a way to support the viewers. Like, like this is yeah. worth my time. Thanks, I, don't, I don't even know where you're going to find this, so good luck. This, this <laughs> podcast is a ghost. So until next time, I guess we're out of here. We're one and done, I guess. Bye. Bye. Bye.